Hello, this is Anne, the Multimedia Director of Kearney First United Methodist Church, and you're listening to our Sunday Morning Sermon Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this sermon. Thank you for turning in. Our reading is from Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 13. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Here ends the reading. Amen. Thank you. Oh, we are going to have a new year soon, like within 24 hours. And my family and friends in South Korea, they just had a new year like 18 minutes ago because 15 hours gap. So they celebrated. Then they texted me, have a new year. Oh, it's not yet. Wait, hang tight. So and many people, they are talking about 2024 already and then and how the new year would impact us and like culturally, financially with the uh, like radical changes of technologies like such as AI, artificial intelligence. And they are saying like that if you are not ready to embrace this challenge and change, you will fall behind. And whenever I hear them saying, like, are you really ready for financially? Are you really ready to lead the change in 2024? Or can you survive next year? It'll be harder than this year. And look around the things happening in the world, and it'll be harder than this year. Can you do? And whenever I hear them saying like that, I'm filled with anxiety than any hope. I don't think I'm really ready well. And think about that, your situation, like what would happen to you in 2024 and your personal career challenge and career changes and relationship dynamics and your physical or, or a mental health condition or your family, if you have some, like your children and grandchildren, and the changings there, and can you, and are you ready to embrace all of things well? And somehow I understand well their like anxiety and fear evoking strategy, because more people would click on their video and buy into their ideas. And in the last decade, we often see and experience the feeling of FOMO, right? Do you know the FOMO? F-O-M-O. It is kind of abbreviation for uh, fear of missing out. And usually used in social media area. And it is kind of worrisome feeling. And everyone is going to do something, some exciting thing, except for you. Yeah, you are so behind. You don't know what's going on now, but everyone knows what to do now. And nowadays, like TV commercial and TV shows, and they are using this tactic every day, like, you know, that early bird discount and countdown. You have only three hours now. You need to buy this. Everybody, will, everybody already did that, right? And, and it is kind of uh, feeling, reflecting our anxiety or 
uncertainty that we can control well. And as we begin the new chapter soon, the next year, we are most likely uh, will see this feeling indirectly or directly. But the thing is, I don't want to start the new year with this uncertainty and anxiety or formal feeling. I believe there is a better way to start the new year. And there are better ways to approach the new year in, uh, within our traditions and faith. That's why we gather together here and worship. And Methodist people, early Methodist people, they gather together before the new year around 11 p.m. and they worship together. And they called it watch, over, watch overnight, watch night service. Watch night service. They gather together. And then like some American churches here, like we lost this tradition somehow. We don't want to gather together around 11 p.m. New Year's Eve. Do you want to do? Can you try next year? Okay. It's no. <laughs> so, but my tradition, like Korean Methodist Church, we gather together 11 p.m., we worship together, and we count down together one, two, three, and then Happy New Year, and we pray. Oh, but today I want to reclaim this tradition for you. And when people gather together, Methodist people, they did just one thing together. They did renew their covenant with God and pray. So you already knew the Wesleyan covenant prayer, but I want to pray uh, this prayer with you. Let's pray. I'm no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you. Praise for you or criticize for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. And now, O oh wonderful and holy God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I'm yours. So be it. And the covenant which I made on earth, let it also be made in heaven. Amen. They prayed this prayer together and renewed their covenant. And Wesley and his friends, every year, they wanted to walk with God. They wanted to deeper their relationship with God. It was for most desire for them and Methodist people in early time. And I believe that this prayer, along with the scripture reading we read today, can help us navigate the things and the new year in God's guidance. And the scripture reading we read today, it features one of the favorite Bible verses among people. I often see this Bible verse, especially verse 13, I can do everything in him who gives me strength. Often see on Instagram and Facebook and such as social media, and I assume them and their intention. And when people put this Bible verse on their social media, uh, they want to do something. They want to accomplish their work and their dreams and their purpose and their goals. And whenever they pour out their energies and time to achieve something, they post this Bible verse, verse 13, in their, on their uh, Facebook, right? So, and praying and wishing that God would help us in our dream accomplishing this. I think 
it is not really a bad thing, least kind of good application and not misguiding. But at the same time, I feel like uh, there is a more profound message in verse 13. And verse 13 is not really not a magical spell like Wingardium Leviosa in Harry Potter. During the Christmas break, we watch Harry Potter. <laughs> So magic is not a magic spell. Uh, even though we, are go we have a strong faith and faith and belief in Jesus Christ, we are going to see some troubles and failures in our life, and which leads us to uncertainty. And there will be a time we cannot say, well, I can do, can I do everything? Probably not in this situation. And when... Uh, Paul, well, prior to like verse 13, and Paul, he says like that, I know what it is to be in plenty and empty. And I had one time, God answered my prayer, and sometimes not. And I was hungry one time, but sometimes I was really well fed. But through all this, I learned a secret. In whatever situation, I can be content. I can be content. And this is my conclusion. I can do everything in him who gives me the strength. When Paul, he wrote down this letter, uh, his situation was not really promising. It was not really great. And scholars, and they said that when Paul wrote down this letter, he was in prison somewhere, Asia Minor or Europe. And he has so many challenges in his life and ministry. And such as he got, uh, he got beaten by people, maybe 39 lashes five times. And he got beaten by people with rods, and, and people stoned him. And he was threatened so many times by Jewish people. And he had arguments with the apostles in Jerusalem council. And he had a countless night. He couldn't sleep well. And all, of course, he had a good day. It's like he encountered Jesus Christ. He had a really miraculous event with God. And he planted a church and many churches in Europe and Asia Minor. And he became a spiritual father to many people. And he has so many episodes. He relied on God and God's grace. And God helped him miraculously. And then he confessed like that, I can do everything in him who gives me the strength. The purpose of this Bible passage is not really a magical spell. I can do everything. I can achieve something. It is not about this. But Paul wants to say that I can be satisfied with God only in any situation and in any time. Someday I'm going to have some hardships but I will trust in God and God's guidance, no matter what happens. Someday, I'm going to have some good days, joyful days. Through this, I want to glori glorify God. In all circumstances and in all situations, if God's and God's grace is there, that's enough. In God's grace, I can do everything because God walks me with me. Walks, walks with me every day. That's all. And I believe in Wesley's confession and Wesley's covenant prayer and Paul's, his 
compassion, they are similar enough. Do you think so? I think so. And John Wesley, he says that whether I'm high and low and empty and full, criticized or praised for you or set aside for you or empty, in whatever situation I surrender my work to you and you are mine and I'm yours. And he made this covenant and gives give his heart to God. And he works so hard under this confession, under this covenant prayer. And do you remember 2023, we began this year with this prayer. We had four sermons in January. And every line we pondered, prayed, and we read to the, together to know God's will and God's heart for us. And I found this prayer really challenging. In a hard time, it's hard to say it is to be okay being criticized for you. It is really challenging to say it is to be okay empty and have nothing for you. And to uh, 2023, as I look back, and how was your 2023? Was it a great year, best year? Are you laughing, Jen? <laughs> was not the best year? Was it challenging, hard? And what kind of events and you know, like things happened in your life this year? And how did you navigate the things well? And this year, as I look back, it was really challenging. And I, oftentimes, I was really frustrated deeply. And, you know, why Jane and my family, we applied for a green card to stay here and settle down in our lives in the U.S. Last year, we thought we are going to have a permanent residence card this year. But something happened. Always something happened, right? Something happened in the USCIS system, and it, ta- it can take more. We don't know for sure. Maybe two years and three years? We don't know. Only congregates, man, they can solve this problem now. And, you know, you know, YJ and me, and we have Teo. Teo is the only citizen here. And we are, like, USCIS, they use special term for foreigners like me. They are Alien. <laughs> Tell, I'm sorry, your father is alien still. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know how long we need to wait for, and feeling like we're kind of stranger here. And as you heard before in my sermon, my mom-in-law, she had a car accident like 14 and 15 months ago, and she is still in the hospital, and she cannot recognize us. But this time, we pray and wish that, and Theo can grow up with his grandma, his grandma. But it's a beautiful time for us with Theo. He's growing like he's kind of easy-peasy baby, and he smiles a lot. And, but it makes us sad. What if he had a great time with his grandma? It makes us sad. And, and this year, like, ministry-wise, was really challenging. So I, oftentimes, I ask God, God, you really called me to be a pastor. <laughs> really? Why? 
I'm not sure. <laughs> Ask this question a lot. Of course, I had a great times and joyful times this year because of my family and friends and ministry and all church members here because of you and because of God and God's grace. I had a really great year. I had so much gratitude in my heart. Whether a good day or a bad day, this Wesleyan covenant prayer became, uh, came to my mind and it became my own prayer. Oftentimes, I found myself praying like that. God, it is okay to be empty and have all things, have some bad days and challenging days and frustrating days. If I have you, if your grace is with me, I'm okay. And because all is yours, and you are mine, and I'm yours. When I prayed like that, and I felt kind of warmth in my heart, I feel like the Holy Spirit comforted me and guided me. And then, uh, even if I tell, I don't tell much about the details that I have, I feel like God already knew everything and understood me deeply. In Romans chapter 8, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Even in a time we have no words in our mouth and our mind, the Holy Spirit knows everything well. And then I want to call this experience, like maybe in the Hebrew Bible, we see shalom, inner peace, and transcendence in our faith. Maybe in Paul's version, he says that I can do everything in him who gives me the strength and the strength here. In theology, there is a part of study about studying about human being, and there are many ways we can study about human beings, but in theology, we call it uh, theological anthropology. And we study about human beings in relation to God. And one theologian, I forgot the name, but one theologian defines and talks about human being in this way. Human being can look up at the sky. Look up at the sky. And we can search for God and find God and ask God where God is in our midst. In other meaning, uh, uh, when we don't know where we need to go, and even there is a time we, want, we don't want to do anything in our lives, in our frustration and burnout. And we can pause ourselves and ask God, God, where are you in our lives? We need you to navigate us and our situation well. And then God would empower us. It is alignment and tuning into God's heart. And God created us in this way. We can search for God and we can communicate with God. Sometimes we need to pause ourselves and see where God is. And John Wesley, he did the same thing. Before the New Year and New Year Eve, he paused himself and prayed together and through the Wesleyan Covenant prayer. And he wanted to know where God is in his life and ministry. And Paul, even in a challenging time in prison, he paused himself and he wanted to know where his strength comes from. They had a time, the great leader and great spiritual leaders in our history and tradition and faith, they paused themselves and look up at the sky and find God. God, help us. 
And I believe the scripture reading we read today and Wesleyan Covenant prayer can help us to orient our heart to God's heart. And there is a strength coming from God. God works through people who trust in God and God's guidance. This requires us of radical trusting God. I'm really excited to walk with God next year. I'm going to see some troubles and challenges and all kinds of different things, but I'm really excited to walk with God. If God is there, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I'm not confident in myself. I often see and find myself in anxiety and some frustration, but I'm really confident in God, as God has been and is doing now, and God will be gracious and generous to walk with us and work for us and be present in our lives. Before the new year now, we pause ourselves and ask ourselves and God, do I really want to walk with God in any situation, any time next year? It will be challenging for sure. We are going to see some hardships, but do you want to trust in God who gives strength in any situation, any circumstances? If yes, I want to invite you to, to a liturgy and reading together, and it is a Wesleyan Covenant prayer and service, and it has been handed, uh, handed, uh, handed down uh, through Methodist Church by John Wesley. He's, he started the, uh, this liturgy and service in 1755. As we're reading, pondering, and praying together, we want to see God's blessing, which is ready for us. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you have found the topics mentioned today to be thought-provoking and meaningful. For more information about our church, ministries, and upcoming events, check out our website at carneyfirstumc.org. If you'd like to join us on Sunday in person or on live stream, our traditional services are at 8.15 and 11 a.m., and our modern service is at 9.30 a.m. We look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, go in peace and may God bless you.